Welcome to the Keep Idaho Red Radio Show, where you'll hear from national, statewide, and local Republican leaders about the issues that are most important to Idahoans today. Now, please welcome Tom Luna and Vic Miller. Welcome back to Keep Idaho Red Radio. And Tom, we've got an interesting show today, obviously. We just talked about in the intro that we've got kind of three different perspectives today. One is from the treasurer, one is from one of the city council members in Boise, and the other one's from uh, new leadership in the house. All big stuff. Yeah. So let's um, let's kick off the show. Um, We're incredibly grateful to have our treasurer, our state treasurer, Julie Ellsworth. And Julie, you should know that you um, you, you already know this, I'm sure, but you did capture 71.1% of the statewide vote. 411,000 people voted for Julie Ellsworth. And in Ada County, it was 60%. So we're glad that we're an important part of your win. But uh, welcome to uh, Keep Idaho Red Radio, Treasurer Julie Ellsworth. Once again, yes. Thank you, Victor, Vic, and and Tom, and thank you, Idaho voters. Um, I was out on the trail. I went to every county, every county seat. It was just delightful, actually, to campaign. But I'll tell you what, Idahoans understand what is what that we are under attack. (laughs) Yes, they do. The risk is huge. So let's talk about one specific attack, which you are. Really, the um, the spear, the tip of the spear on, and that's uh, environmental, social, and governance issues. What is called ESG. You have had an educational roundtable with Senator Crapo months ago on this issue. You've written uh, an op-ed on this uh, May of of this year, and you are part of a group of treasurers that are fighting back against this. So across the maybe, country, maybe let's just go all the way back and peel the onion. You know, it, it seems like we hear about ESG all the time, but uh, just for, for our listeners' sake, again, remind them, what does ESG mean and why is it something that really is something that you're fighting against so hardly? Okay. I am grateful that people are hearing about it because a year and a half ago it was buried in jargon. A ESG is environmental social governance, and it is a, it's really a non-democratic way that, that um, investment managers, financial institutions, insurance companies, and rating agencies can put extra, extra environmental standards, extra social governance standards onto financial decisions, onto, our, onto the, the process that they use, in in determining whether you receive loans or a good credit rating. We knew as state treasurers about a year and a half ago that we needed to engage on this because they were putting these standards in place to determine a credit rating of the state. And I say foul. We already comply with environmental laws. We already comply with all human rights laws and things like that. All these businesses that we have in our state and what we're doing in the state of Idaho are legal, and we're in compliance with what has been determined in in our um, body. Uh, the body that is supposed to determine what these should be is our Congress. It is not backdoor um, ideas by financial institutions and regulatory process that that you're now going to put extra requirements on us. We need to debate these in Congress. You know, and then I can up or down your your decision. But you do not get to try to shut us down by withholding finance. So and that's so Treasurer Ellsworth, where like the average Idahoan, where do we see ESG rearing its ugly head? And how does it impact impact the average Idahoan? Right. Where do where do we see it? The average Idahoan is is 
I, I find that there is fear about it because that you hear it extends, you know, in all these different ways. Um, the what has happened in Idaho, there are examples of perhaps some social governance um, ten, um, expectations being layered upon different contracts that are that are being let in the public arena, and. So the average citizen wants to, I mean, I am in the public arena, public monies. The average citizen, I believe, needs to know that their public money and their their tax base is in order. You know, so I, I, I work in that arena, but then these, you're, just as a citizen, you want to know that when you go in there, if this is happening in the public arena, is it happening to me in the private arena right. that I'm being shut down? And so you're asking for specific examples for the private sector, whereas I can, I will only know specific ones for the public sector. But for example, but you know that some banks um, won't loan to certain industries, and you know some banks uh, impact the credit scores of certain companies based on these ESG uh, characteristics. We've heard about contracts that have been lost or gained because of points against a company for ESG fouls, right? So that's that's where Idahoans can actually see it in, in real life, I would in think. The, in the state of Idaho, I do not I do not know of banks, specific examples of banks withholding finance. I know that this happens on a on a national level, and I know what what banks have done to different states, and that's why us as state traders have have joined together to protect industries that are being boycotted. Now, so, but I don't see that 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 they've been doing it per se in our state. West Virginia was one that they've really taken on. Um, right. I know today in Texas. They are in their um, legislature. They're having a hearing with um, what BlackRock has been doing, and right. they subpoenaed BlackRock for some of their investment um, issues going on there. But in terms of if banks are doing it to individuals, I do not know that. I just know what has taken place nationally. But by the way, like you just mentioned, BlackRock, who invests money on behalf of people who put money in mutual funds, a lot of the mutual funds have been adopting some of this ESG standard, so it affects the investment portfolio that these different investment firms can invest in, and that could affect their returns long-term. So that is also kind of uh, another way. Tell us a little bit about um, your treasurer's group that you're in, and then Tom's going to ask you a little bit about the legislative initiatives. But tell us about the treasurer's group you're in and why it's an important pushback. It's it's hugely important. And um, when in history did you see state treasurers find each other? There's 27 of us that realize we have this woke agenda that is taking on our money supply, and we are conservative treasurers. Together, we represent about three trillion dollars. And so, by combining our efforts together and pushing back against this woke agenda, they we are heard, we are listened to, because we are half the money. <laughs> That it is very important to have the, these um, to to be able to uh, work with these these treasures nationally. There's 27 of us. Um, as as they push back against wokeism in their financial institutions, it is also me pushing back because it is not a leap to see how it will impact Idaho. Um, currently. Uh, the second part of your question, could you remind me of that, Victor? Well, let, let, let me let just, me just to put the, just the pushback. But I think you, I think you were yeah. you were getting and you you got into that. And by the way, Idahoans, if there's if you have been affected by ESG somehow, please contact 
Treasurer yeah. Julie Ellsworth off, yeah. Ellsworth's office. Tom, I think you want to talk about yeah, some yeah, and, and uh, folks were visiting with Secretary um, uh, Ellsworth, Treasurer uh, Treasurer uh, Ellsworth, uh, here on Keep Idaho Red Radio on five eighty KIDO one hundred seven point five FM, and Vic, our sister station KLIX in the Magic Valley, and um, uh, Treasurer. Um, Ellsworth. Uh, w- one example, there was an article December 15th in the Free Press that talked about how PayPal is using these same measures, whether a company is progressive enough around race, gender, and environmentalism to actually shut down PayPal accounts. And that is uh, affecting Idahoans today. Eric Finman, uh, who's an Idahoan, was mentioned in that article. I would I would uh, tell people to, to go to that article and you can learn a lot more about how this is uh, affecting individual citizens, but what kind of legislation can happen to protect Idahoans from this overreach? Because we had Barbara Yard on a couple yeah. weeks ago, and right. I know that you're working with her on some ideas. So maybe, right. maybe and tell again, us. to protect individuals as the state treasurer, I'm I am dealing with public monies. And so I would not, you've asked the question, Tom, about, you know, a specific Idahoan. I'm not in the private sector, but if we get the public sector in line, the private sector will, will follow. So my point being that, you know, how am I making contracts with banks for the credit unions and, and, and banks to work with for all the state treasury dollars? I manage $12 billion, you know, and of course this takes wow. a lot of contracting with various banks. <clears throat> so... Am I letting this ability to contract with industry, with banks that are boycotting our industries? You know, this is a this is a place for legislation, a place for direction from the legislature. They gave direction that they will not do business with companies that are boycotting Israel. That would be public business, public dollars. You know, your taxpayer dollars are not going to go towards companies that are boycotting Israel. That is existing law, and there's a lot of verbiage in that law. The, the work that I've done with various legislators and industry people is to take that boycott language that existed in the Israel statute and put it within the contracting language of the laws. Um, Representative Ehart started with a a draft to address all of contracts, every contract with, with, with public monies. And so I've kind of helped her with that draft to make it mirror what is happening in the boycott law, what is actually happening in the procurement law, just to help her. Because ultimately, whatever you come up with, with how we have to comply with not allowing people boycotting our industries in the contracting law, I will lift it out and have it apply to how I do contracts with banks and credit unions. So my involvement in the contract law, it's it just, when you talk to people, you, you hear, well, what about this? You know, if I'm doing this, you, but in essence, if you're going to do a contract with the state of Idaho for anything with public monies, any public entity, and so it's not just the state of Idaho, it's public monies here. So, so uh, you cannot boycott our industry so, is what we're getting at. So, uh, Treasurer Ellsworth, you, you, what are some of those industries? I mean, when I think about what we contract for here in Idaho, obviously we do a lot of transportation work. We have an endowment that manages billions of funds, you know, in that have environmental impacts. What, what are those industries? That you're talking about that are uh, at risk? 
Okay, let's see. We have them engages in, facilitates or supports the exploration, production, utilization, transportation, sale of manufacturing of fossil fuel-based energy, timber, minerals, hydroelectric power, nuclear, wow. or agricultural. And then we also have lifted the statutes and, and uh, that deal with um, the firearm industry. We actually have quite a large ammunition, you know, small businesses involved in, in and producing ammunition for firearms throughout the state of Idaho. And, and um, you know, we don't want to see their finances. They're, they're, we do not want to have them put at a disadvantage because they can no longer get financing for their business. They employ many people in the state. So those are industries that have been, that we are suggesting. So and what- I think... Sorry. You, you just don't get to boycott us and hurt us as a state. What I like about that legislation, it's proactive because right. you haven't seen it necessarily seen in it all other, these industries. Other states. It's coming. Yeah. So this legislation would say if you boycott these industries, you can't have a contract with the, with the uh, state of Idaho. That sounds like a, a great legislative idea. That is the penalty. The penalty is not that we're going to fine you. We're not going to do anything. You don't get the contract. Right. Yeah. Perfect. You know, and I think that, that that speaks volumes without having to get into a lot of this, that, and well, what about, you know, you've got exactly. me. You didn't qualify. You don't get the contract. Well, we've been uh, blessed to have the, our state treasurer, Julie Ellsworth, who is una- just overwhelmingly reelected by the Idahoans. You have the full confidence of Idaho. And we just thank you for taking on this ESG issue being the tip of the spear, not only in Idaho, but in nationally, really joining that group. And uh, we appreciate this legislation. We'll watch out for it, and we'll have you back if we um, need some updates on it, which I'm sure we will. So again, thank you, Julie Ellsworth, for coming on Keep Idaho Red Radio.